Hi, welcome to Creativity Insights Podcast. This is Casey and Aaliyah, and today we're going to be talking about lucid dreaming as well as anthropological research in the field of human creativity. Um, so Aaliyah, did, uh, you did your presentation on lucid dreaming, and I have two questions for you. Um, the first one is, does practicing lucid dreaming make you more creative? Oh, yeah. So I actually recently read an article about that um, that was written by a professor in the Department of Psychology at a university in Germany. Mm -hmm. Um, And the article was titled Relationship Between Lucid Dreaming, Creativity and Dream Characteristics. Um, And they said that there was a study that stated that lucid dreaming has um, been correlated with a higher internal locus of control, a need for cognition, and that they are more creative than non-lucid dreamers. Um, however, it hasn't really been determined if the act of lucid dreaming itself makes you more creative, just that those who often lucid dream tend to be more creative people. Uh, cool. Um, and the author of the article decided to do his own experiment to kind of test the relationship between creativity and lucid dreaming. Um, and that experiment took 334 random subjects um, they were given a concise dreaming, a luc- or concise, concise definition of lucid dreaming um, that stated that lucid dreams are dreams in which dreaming become like the person dreaming becomes more aware that they're in a dream and intentionally changes certain elements. And then he surveyed how each of those people experienced lucid dreaming through a bunch of different factors. Um, and the results basically show that there was not a significant difference between the creativity of lucid dreamers and those who don't lucid dream. Mm. He said that whether lucid dreaming is the cause or the consequence, um, it needs further examination. So all of that to say that there is a strong correlation between lucid dreaming and creativity. However, there isn't a set like you have to do this to become more creative. It's just if you can do this, you're more likely to be creative. Oh, that's so interesting. And then you were also saying, I remember in your presentation, you were also saying um, that like the length of lucid dreaming, does that really like matter? Um, I don't think so. Um, I think it's just the frequency. Okay. And it happens. That's so cool. And then um, kind of going off of that, is lucid dreaming like harmful in any way? From what I've researched, I haven't noticed any harmful side effects. And the most that you're going to get, like harmful wise, is um, just a loss of sleep because oh, you're, okay. like, you're losing that REM cycle a little bit. But other than that, it's not harmful at all. That's so cool. <laughs> um, and I have a few questions for you, actually. Okay. Um, so I know you're talking about anthropology. Um, How can anthropology help further creativity research? Um, Well, especially creativity research in humans, obviously anthropology is the study of humans. So um, it's only natural that some anthropologists focus on creativity. Um, And specifically like what I'm studying, cultural anthropology, um, like that can kind of help address like if creativity, like if there's a cross-cultural definition or if the experience of creativity is the same across the world. Um, and in short, it's, it is and it isn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it kind of presents like a, a cross-cultural perspective into the field of creativity research rather than um, 
just like at a micro level of the individual. Um, that's actually really cool. Um, what, ex- what inspires creativity in humans? Um, so this can be literally anything. Um, but an idea that I really liked um, is Victor Turner's idea of liminality. Um, and basically, Victor Turner was um, an anthropologist, and he basically said that the times in which that we're in really transitional phases in our lives, um, like, you know, in between graduating college and really establishing ourselves um, in our workplace or whatever, um, kind of phases like that in our lives really inspire creativity because we're kind of forced to think outside the box and all of our, um, our identity is kind of jumbled around. So it, it leaves more room to think creatively. And so I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah, no. Um, and then there's one more question I have for you. Um, can creativity be defined cross-culturally? Um, yes and no. Um, there are a few universal concepts, um, such as like creativity, kind of fulfills a human need or solves a problem like that's why we use it as a tool um as as humans and this kind of can be seen across a lot of different cultures um but there are some kind of differences like the logistics of the creativity like whether that creativity in a certain culture is seen as the product of the creativity or or simply the process you know and so there's there's some differences there oh thank you that was really insightful yeah Um, those are all of the questions that I have for you okay yeah same um that was really cool uh thanks everyone for listening